Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God, and we want to wish you a happy day in the name of Jesus Christ. We're praying for you. We hope that the favor of God is all around you and everything that your heart desire, God will supply your every need. There is a word for us today that's coming out of the book of Isaiah as we navigate our lives through this time of year. And as the year keeps moving on, running fast, we have to remember that God is on our side. And there's no weapon formed against us that shall prosper no matter what comes in our way. As long as we have Jesus Christ on our side, we have an advocate with the Father who's praying for us and who's able to heal us and to restore us and to make room for us in time of need. And as we look at Isaiah, the 54th chapter, we have to look at the beginning of our life with God. He opened up the door and gave us an opportunity to come into his presence. He invited us and made us part of the family by baptism. And the same way that you are part of the family of your earthly being, you have been born again into the family of God. And since you are born again by baptism, you have an inheritance. An inheritance with God. And the devil can't tear your inheritance away. He can't steal your joy. He can't steal what belongs to you in the kingdom of God. And I'm talking to somebody today who may have some trouble in their home, trouble on their job. The enemy is trying to attack their body. The enemy may be trying to attack their neighborhood or their just sense of peace. Well, I'm here today to tell you that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And in Isaiah, the 54th chapter, it starts off by saying, rejoice. Rejoice. And I tell you, everybody who's listening right now, if you've given your life to Christ and you've been baptized into the family of God, the first thing that Jesus did after his baptism was to go into the wilderness and be tempted by the devil. After he conquered the devil by putting the word of God back on the devil and the devil fleed for a season, he taught us how to overcome evil in our life, how to overcome that unexpected thing in our life that causes us to stumble and fall and tries to tempt us to go back into our old man. He took the scripture the word of God, and put it right back on Satan. Every time Satan would try to tell him to do something, to eat and to receive the power of all the world, to be control of the world, he threw the scripture right back at him out of the book of Deuteronomy. We have to do the same thing. When situations come into our life, you got to bind that spirit. Quit trying to fight things on your job and your home and fight things in your community and fight personal battles on your own. Invoke the name of Jesus Christ into that situation. 
Call him. And he will show up right on time. May not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. You got to call on the name of Jesus when you're caught up in addiction and caught up in some um, trials and tribulations that seems like you can't break free. If you need to let some old relationships go, that's not good for you, toxic in every manner. Call on the name of Jesus. He can break you free. And who the Son set free is free indeed. For the truth shall make you free. So after Jesus was baptized, he went into the wilderness, tempted by the devil, overcame the devil, and he immediately began to give an invitation to the disciples to follow him. And that invitation is still available for you today. And the Bible said that when he went by Andrew and, and Peter, the first thing he said was, drop your nets and follow me. And they immediately, the Bible says, drop their nets and follow Jesus. He went by John and James, the sons of Zebedee, who had a wealthy money-making fishing company in Jerusalem. And he told them, follow me. And the Bible said they left their father on that boat that day, and they left their business, and they became fishermen of men. Matthew, in Matthew 9, chapter 9, verse, it says that when he encountered Jesus, he was a tax collector, collecting taxes, sometimes treating people right, sometimes treating them wrong. But when he encountered Jesus, he put up his books and immediately began to follow Christ. And when you have that type faith, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Because Isaiah 54 chapter says, now you should rejoice, O people of God, rejoice and sing unto the Lord, cry out aloud that thou hast not travailed with child. And, and some people may not have children but God is saying your portion is with him. Some who have children. But God is saying rejoice no matter what circumstance you find yourself in. Because Jesus is on the throne. And as I tell you this today, rejoice. I don't know where you, where you come from. I don't know your personal situation. I don't know what you may have in your bank account. I don't know what kind of car you may even drive. Or what size the house you live in, or the neighborhood you come from. But I'm here today to tell you, as long as you got King Jesus, you have everything that you need to have a successful life according to his will. Let him use you to draw people unto the kingdom of God. So rejoice and be happy. And then God tells us in Isaiah 54, some of the things that we go through is because we have caused it upon ourselves. Uh, some things that we're going through right now is because we didn't do the right thing in January and March. We've jumped out there and got something that we did not need. Jumped out there and said something to our wives and husbands. Jumped out there and um, caused some problems in our life. Now we're reaping from what we sowed. 
We're paying notes for some things that we didn't even need. We have discord in our family for something that we said during Christmas and we hold grudges and all these things that we just, just simply need to let go, people of God, and rejoice because Jesus has come and gone and died on the cross. Now he sits at the right hand of God interceding on our behalf. His spirit here is today. He's available for us today to help us along our life journey. If you keep on reading the book of Isaiah, it says that, oh, those who are afflicted, tossed, and temperance, and you may not be confident, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors and lay thy foundation with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of a gates, and thy gates as cumberlands, and all thy burden of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. God is going to make a way for you like no other. Life may be hard right now, but I'm here to tell you, to tell you hold on. Life may be full of stumbling blocks right now, but I'm here today to tell you, wipe your face, dry your tears, come to Jesus, and get ready for your miracle because it's coming. God is saying he's going to give you joy for your sadness. He's going to give you beauty for your ashes if you just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Then he tells us in the 15th verse of Isaiah 54, Behold, I shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. So your enemy may come together against you, but they shall surely fall when it comes to them trying to fight you because you're a child of God. If you're a child of God, God has you covered. God is not going to put no more on you than you can bear. He's going to take you to a point of breaking and a point of crushing in order to get the good juice out the grape. You got to crush it. He wants to get the very best out of you. But he's only going to go so far because you're his child. Verse 16 says, Behold, I have created the smith." And blown the coals into fire, and that bringing forth an instrument for his work. And I have created, created the waster to destroy. God is saying, I've created the blacksmith, the one that's raising fire in your life. We have to remember that everything belongs to the Lord and the fullness thereof. So your little situation, God knows all about it. He's created the enemy that you're worried about on your job. He's created the things that you're worried about because everything has to come up under him. Or evil may run for a season, but God, with a snap of a finger, can shut down all evil forces in your life. Then he tells us in verse 17, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. 
The devil cannot form anything against you that's going to prosper unless God lets it go forth. Oh, you should be happy right now that you can't be shaken unto death. Or the storm may come and the ship may go back and forth and life may be uh, shifting you like wheat. But the, in the name of Jesus, just like God told the Satan when he talked about Job, you can do anything you want to to him, but you cannot touch his soul because the soul belongs to God. And not only no weapon shall form against us shall prosper, but every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. So even the enemy, when it comes to try to make lies about you or cause confusion in your life, it shall not prosper either. No weapon nor anything that's spoken about you shall take root. Oh, you're blessed. So let people lie on you because a lie can, it has wings, it's able to fly around. But when it gets to its destination, it doesn't have feet and feet are needed to stand so the lie can't stand. It may have wings and get around quick, but it cannot rest and stand because it has no feet. And then God said, this is your heritage of the servants of the Lord and thy righteousness is of me, says the Lord. So your inheritance is that no weapon shall form against you and that, that no tongue shall bring anything against you the unto judgment shall you condemn. So there's no lie, there's no sickness, there's no condemnation that shall come against us and take root. Only that which of God shall permit. We are blessed and highly, highly favored. God be the glory. I'm going to say a prayer today. If you believe by faith, I'm going to open the door of to you right now. If you believe, tell God you repent of your sin and give your life to Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I repent of my sins, the things I did knowing as well as unknowing. Wash me and cleanse me, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper. I repent of my sins right now. I believe that he gave his life on the cross of Calvary the next day. I believe he was placed in a borrowed tomb. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. And now he sits at the right hand of God in a seating on our behalf. I do believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Go get in the good Bible teaching church. And remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed, people of God. We love you.